Thank you for tuning into American Dispatches once again. As you know, this is the greatest news entertainment podcast ever made. Mexican drug cartels now have some surprising competition. Islamic militants on the move around the world again, unfortunately. A case of intentional self-castration has gone wrong, surprise, and so much more. It's another wild week in 21, so let's get to it. High fashion is now the talk of Wall Street, y'all. That says the French owner of Louis Vuitton just beat out Jeff Bezos for the title of the world's richest man. This came as Bernard Arnault led his fashion conglomerate, LVMH, to a huge stock rally. This puts the tycoon's net worth above Bezos's $186 billion and Elon Musk's trailing $147 billion. After the news broke, hundreds of Silicon Valley startups have become less focused on founding companies to change the world and more about luxury shoes than handbags. Woo! As the administration fails to offer enough support in Afghanistan, the Taliban orchestrated a massive prison break, releasing 700 of their fighters to now rejoin the group's ranks. The militants also captured two provincial capitals in the country this week as their deadly onslaught continues. In a closed-door meeting with Pentagon officials, many of them pleaded with President Biden to authorize more military force to stop the deadly advance. The president finally confided that he just can't because he's more afraid of the far-left members of his party than he is of the Taliban. Squad is kind of scary. The bad guys may be gaining ground in Afghanistan, but they are losing it in East Africa. That says the Rwandan army stepped in to help security forces in Mozambique retake the coastal city of Mokumba de Praia from an ISIS link group. The town holds one of Africa's largest natural gas facilities and was under the militants' control for the past two years. A little side note to this is that America has boots on the ground in Mozambique involved in the same fight as well. We have Green Berets in the country helping to train local forces. So, although most of us Americans couldn't even point out that country on a map, just sleep a little easier knowing that good guys are there taking care of business. Venezuela has a new answer for their crippling level of hyperinflation. Just remove a few zeros from their currency rates. This comes as the government announced they will remove six zeros from the local Bolivar dollars. Years of communist mismanagement have made pricing on ordinary items like bread cost well into the millions. Man, I thought gas prices here were bad. The Biden administration made a major policy change in the interpretation of U.S. immigration law this week. In doing so, U.S. citizen and immigration services will now grant full American citizenship to a child born outside of the U.S. using surrogates or IVF procedures, provided one of the biological parents is a citizen. This was seen as a win for some straight couples, but primarily for LGBT groups who lobbied for the change. Critics point out that this could create an easily exploitable birthing industry, for baby shopping. In a stark reversal for the North American drug trade, legal U.S.-made marijuana is now becoming popular in Mexico. Now that our southern neighbor has legalized its use, many well-to-do Mexicans are pre preferring to import the expensive but higher quality strains grown by U.S. suppliers. Except instead of cartels for Juarez to deal with, Mexicans now have to worry about a bunch of Birkenstock-wearing hippies from the Pacific Northwest who just grow good shit. Careful. Mexico's going to start smelling like patchouli. Saudi Arabia has just created the region's largest wind farm, and it's now operational. The 99 wind turbines in the Dumal al-Jandal facility are reported to produce enough electricity for 70,000 homes in the kingdom. Wow, if Saudi Arabia is going green, then I, I'm just going to give up and go out and buy myself a Tesla already. Busy week in the South China Sea, as the U.S., Britain, Australia, and Japan conduct one of the largest joint military exercises there in four decades. China countered with a five-day mass drill of its own, 
where they created what was called a navigation restriction zone. Not wanting to miss the party, the Indian Navy sent a four-ship task force reportedly to also reinforce freedom of navigation through one of the world's most strategically important waterways. Of course, all of these vessels will be cooking food from their home countries, leading some of the region's islanders to comment that the local trade winds are starting to smell a lot like a food court at the mall. A U.S. border agent was fired upon by two assailants on the Mexican side of the border, according to U.S. Customs and Border Protection. An agent was driving along the Rio Grande River around 3 a.m. when he was fired upon indiscriminately. Or, as Vice President Harris would like to describe it, the American agent simply had a friendly encounter with the locals. A seaside resort in Gaza was bombed by militants for hosting a mixed-gender concert, is what they're calling it. Local authorities blame an ISIS-inspired group in the territory who even Hamas has deemed too hard-line in their ideology. Militants threatened resort management in advance for hosting a, quote, mixed singing party, calling it, quote, evil. But wait, I thought we lived in the fascist state. Isn't that what they're saying? No, and for clarification, mixed gender means, by their definition, boys and girls together. It's, it's not a get-together of some hybrid, multi-sex humanoid. This is 2021. I feel like I need to explain that. A very unique cafe is opening in Tokyo that will give homebound people with disabilities the opportunity to remotely control avatar robots in the cafe while not leaving the comforts of their own home. The robots will act as hosts and services at the aptly named Avatar Robot Cafe. This will provide otherwise socially isolated individuals a job and the opportunity to interact with people. If lockdowns continue in some American states, this may unfortunately be looked at as the only model on how to keep the restaurant industry intact in blue states. Two gay men in Oklahoma have been arrested for illegally castrating a third man who requested the procedure and sought out this very unique service. At some point, this unnamed 28-year-old victim from Virginia found Thomas Gates and Bobby Allen online and agreed to fly to see the men who offered the procedure for free. This went awry, however, when after the man's testicles were removed, he kept bleeding and they were forced to take him to the hospital. Don't worry, they were only charged with a failure to, quote, bury a dead human member, which apparently is only a misdemeanor in Oklahoma. Not making that up. That is Joe Exotic's home state, after all. That's all we have for today, folks. I know I don't sound like it, but I have traveled over 100 countries, have a BA in international relations and an NBA. I really appreciate y'all tuning in. The world is an exciting, bite-ass place. Stay informed. You can do so by tuning in here on Apple or the Google Play Store. Till next time, y'all. Vio con Dios, America.